even though it can really motivate us, I think there's also a dark side to desperation where you become so desperate that you start to clench. Taylor Stevens, the New York Times bestselling and award-winning author of the kick-ass Vanessa Michael Monroe thrillers. And this is the Taylor Stevens Show with Steve Campbell, where we show up to kick writing in the butt one word at a time. <laughs> You're using a funny voice there. Is this like, is this related to the accent show that we, the dialogue no, this thing? No, is, this is me squinting my face going, aha! <laughs> you and I had a Skype chat conversation a week or so ago. And I expressed something that had to do with a show that we had done, I don't know, a while ago when we talked about music and the different types of music that you listened to while you were writing. And at the time, you listened to this, I don't know, I, I guess it's a group called, it's, or at one time you had listened to I this group. I still listen to them. I've been All listening right. to them today. All right, so, and this group is called Two Steps from Hell. Yes. And so... It's we, epic music. It's not demon music. Right, right. It, it, it's, it's like the kinds, the kinds of things you would hear in an epic adventure movie Pirates or in a video Caribbean. game or something like yeah. that. So anyway, I typically listen to soft piano music when I'm writing, and I got up early in the morning, as I always do, turned on the music, opened Scrivener, started writing, and just stared at the screen, and nothing was happening. Nothing. I, you know, I, I, I was reading what I'd written before. And I was like, eh, 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 and I thought I need some inspiration. What was that music Taylor was talking about that was so <laughs> loud and obnoxious that I couldn't possibly write to it? So I opened up Spotify, queued up Two Steps from Hell, and hit play. And I will say that for the first 10 minutes, I did type a few words, but I was mostly thinking about the music, and it's all I heard was the music and... Nothing was coming, and then all of a sudden the music went into the background, and that brings us right to today's topic because that music inspired me. But I was inspired to change what I normally listen to by a sense of desperation at staring at the blank screen. So when Taylor and I were chatting back and forth about this, and I'm like, hey, I'm listening to this horrible music that you like, and it's actually working. <laughs> I was inspired. I was so desperate that I was inspired. And she said, that would be a good show topic. So that's, that's what we're talking about. Uh, inspiration or desperation. What works? And uh, how do the two help one another and feed one another. So for me, I was desperate because I was staring at the blank screen, nothing was coming, and I, I, I just needed something different, and I found this music to be inspiring. So there are lots of things that can inspire us, and there are lots of things that can make us desperate. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. Well, I just also want to back up and say that, you know, Everybody's looking for a magic pill or sprinkle fairy dust that's just going to make their writing, you know, awesome. And listening to Steve now, you'd think that this music is that, that magic weight loss pill everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> and it's not, okay? <laughs> you know, what works for one person might not work for another. And it just, I listen to it because it gets into my brain and it, it tells my brain that it's time to work. And, and it really does help me. 
it's what I found out of every other type of music that I listen to. So I'm glad for you, Steve, that it you were desperate enough to give it a try. And one other thing that you told me uh, at, at some point in the past, I don't remember whether it was uh, in an episode or not. It may have been in an episode, was that at, when you finished writing a book, you were so burned out on the music that you put it away. And when it came time to write the next book, you moved on to something else. And I think yeah, maybe that's what problem. had happened to me with the piano music. It just was, it was like, it was over <laughs> and yeah. I needed something different. So, yeah, I don't think it's a magic bullet, but it was something different and it provided uh, some, you know, maybe some rewiring in my brain. Right. So you were saying about, you know, how our desperation and inspiration connected mm -hmm. and, you know, what works and what doesn't. And I think desperation is actually what is the working thing, you know, because when you're desperate, you are um, it motivates you to make a change or it motivates you to do something. Um, inspiration is is a fluke you, you can't count on it at all um one i i did this uh, piece about writer's block once before and you can find it on my website but in it i quote um and i am sorry i can't remember his name but he was an artist and he basically said inspiration is for amateurs the rest of us just show up and get to work and um and that's really true and and you know waiting for inspiration to write is a very very bad idea if uh if inspiration strikes that is fantastic. Strike while the iron is hot, not to be too cliche, but don't wait for inspiration. Um, but then if you need some inspiration, and I don't know if it was really inspiration you needed, Steve, or just some creative juices to get pumping. And, um, and so you can, you can hook it up, you know, like when you jumpstart a car, you can jumpstart that creativity. You can jumpstart the inspiration by doing something different uh, or finding something that your brain reacts too well and what worked one day might not work another or what worked for a month all of a sudden stops working. So, you know, to stay tuned in to that and it'll, it'll help alleviate some of the, the head banging against wall syndrome. Now you, you went through a, a similar thing sort of back in the, the fourth quarter of the year when you were struggling, it just, it, each day was a grind and you eventually reached the point where you said, I'm, I'm taking my first break in forever, um, I'm walking away because I have to. Yeah, and and it helped. And that and was an act of desperation, I think. That was absolutely an act of desperation. And then there was that other time we were talking about when we did the music episode where I had been listening to the same music over and over, and I finally began to think, you know, this isn't working. And I went and started up a new album, and it's like my brain was like, <sighs> and all of a sudden I could, you know, it was being creative again. And that was desperation that caused me to do that too. So I think that, um, you know, desperation really can be beneficial. Um, it's really beneficial for procrastinators mm -hmm. because usually um, you, you procrastinate until you realize that, oh my God, and then you're desperate and panicked to get it finished. And that's how some people get everything done. Not me, but some people. And and it, it's it's also possible to just create a sense of desperation. I, I was in a situation not that long ago where I was I was doing something that was tedious, and I, I was revising a revision of a revision of a revision of you know the nineteenth revision, and I just could barely face it every day. And I needed to force some desperation, so I emailed my editor and said, if it's not if I don't have this to you by the deadline that I've set and moved three times, I'm just going to pay you and never send it. 
Yeah, that would definitely get a fire going, wouldn't it? It did. And all of a sudden, I'm working through the weekends to get it done because I had an actual deadline. And I think it's one, yeah. of, the, one of the differences, I think, between uh, being an indie author and being someone who's writing to a, a specific deadline that's been imposed upon them by a publisher the way you've done most of your writing is that for me, I can just say, yeah, I'm not really feeling it this week. And I know I wanted to have it done by the end of this month, but what's the big deal if I don't? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I, I, it happens to me too, because you realize like my deadlines are usually a year out. Mm -hmm. So there, it's easy to lose track of, you know, how fast time flies sometimes when you've got so much time to, to take care of something. And I, I see it from you as well from time to time when we try and schedule a time to record it. And you're like, I've got to get this done by Saturday. You know, I've, I've promised it to somebody. But actually, it's, it's normally by Friday. I've got to get this done by Friday. And then it turns out that it doesn't get done until like Sunday at uh, 11.59 p.m. Yeah, but you have, you have it on their way to them by Monday morning. Right, which is a whole lot better than the next month, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, and that, that's, that's a really good thing to remember, too, is like the difference between a goal and a dream is a deadline. Mm -hmm. But not hitting your deadline is not as bad as not having set it and just striven for it in the first place. But on the subject of desperation, even though um, it can really motivate us, I think there's also a dark side to desperation where you become so desperate that you start to clench. And when you clench, you, um, you seize. And then you do nothing because you are terrified. So it, it, I think it's important to, to recognize which, which throes of desperation you are in at the moment and act accordingly. Um, and if you are seizing, then the first thing you need to figure out is why and what you can do about it and get a grip on reality and then set some target goals and go after them. All right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about inspiration because it's easy to think about inspiration as, you know, I wake up in the morning and I'm inspired to write or this brilliant idea popped into my head overnight. Well, if, All if of a sudden I do, have the solution. I hate you. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, but sometimes... Uh, me, I'll just use me as an example. I'll be sitting there beating my head against the desk, trying to figure something out, and it'll dawn on me, oh, I need to just go take a walk or go take a run yes. or just unplug completely and get away. And then as you do that, the problem sifts around, bangs around in your head, and typically eight minutes into it, it it's like there's an obvious answer, and you go, yes, oh, why didn't I absolutely. see that? Running, driving, driving also does that. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it is, it's, there's a scientific basis behind it in that um, you, you're, you're using a different part of your brain to solve those creative puzzles when you're active at the same time. Um, and, and it has to be the type of activity that, is, um, that, that goes on automated. Like you're not, you mm -hmm. don't have to think about it. You don't have to think. And, and unfortunately, we do that a lot when we're driving too. It's not safe, but we do. Um, well, that's why and, we text while we're driving so that we can keep oh, our mind occupied. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I almost killed myself texting and driving. So, you know, that's a hard sell. Well, that's like, I'm, I'm too old kidding. to text, so that doesn't happen to me. I'm, I'm not being facetious. I was on a country road. I started to ve I, I was just two characters is all I had to press on my phone. In, in the space of those two characters, I began to veer. I overcorrected 
directly across the road, like if there had been oncoming traffic, I would have been killed, off the road, Oy. straight for a fence. And the only reason I didn't hit the fence is because my tires were still, my wheel was still in that overcorrecting thing, and it whipped me around so that I was refacing the road again. Knocked two wheels off my car, um, two tires off my car, stuck out in the middle of nowhere on a Sunday. So, um, texting and driving, don't do it. That sounds like a desperate situation. Um, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, people out in the country are really nice. Some sweet girl saw me stranded, she called in her family. They were down there with me. I was able to get my insurance to get some podunk little auto service up and out there. And I was on the road within two hours again. But um, it could have been it could have been really bad. Well, that was a uh, we really we almost took the show into the ditch there. We, we got so <laughs> well, far. I'm really sorry, but you <laughs> know what? So far now you'll track. be inspired not to be so desperate to text and drive. So there. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let, let's kind of get back to where we were before that. The idea of of being able to actually make a decision and take an action to help the inspiration process, whether it it be changing the music that you're listening to, going for a run, going for a drive and not texting, um, having a conversation with friends, talking a, a story problem over with friends. Any, any of those things can help provide the inspiration that you need. And sometimes creating some desperation may also create the inspiration you need. Yes. But the one thing you don't want to do is wait for the inspiration before you get to work. And sometimes just getting to work on the writing will create the inspiration in an if-you-build-it-it-will-come sort of way. We've been talking about inspiration and desperation as a way of kicking your writing in the butt one word at a time here on The Taylor Stevens Show. I, I would love to hear some um, inspiration-desperation stories because this has been my experience and Steve's experience, but I bet there's some really do real doozies out there of how, um, you know, desperation has helped or waiting for inspiration hasn't helped or how inspiration struck um don't be too enthusiastic with that striking of information or you'll be dead to me because <laughs> it doesn't happen to me <laughs> no seriously i want to hear it all so let us know all right thanks for listening everybody we'll be back again next week see you next week